This is On Air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. Have a great day the JT way. JT did it again. This is On Air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. On Air with JT, hosted by On Air with JT. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com. If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. JT did it again. On air with JT. JT did it again. How's it going, everybody? You are listening to On Air with JT, and I have a very, very special exclusive interview with Lee Nash, Sixpence, None the Richer. How are you doing today, Lee? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I really appreciate it. No problem. (laughs) Huge fan. And it's so funny because I've interviewed so many musicians that their music kind of came out when I was you know, a child, because I'm only right. 29. And, you know, Kiss yeah. Me came out in 99. I was born in 94. So I was only five years old. But I remember vividly just growing up, listening on the radio, just hearing that and there she goes and all of these amazing, you know, songs. And it, it's just crazy. And it, it's so funny. I've had Kiss Me and There She Goes downloaded on my phone for over a decade. Wow. <laughs> I remember buying the songs on like, because before the Apple Music, you, could, you had to right. buy it on like iTunes. So I remember right. vividly, like as a teenager, just buying those songs and it just always stayed on my phone. And it's yeah. so funny. I came across your Instagram page and I was like, oh, oh shit, that's, that's Lee Nash. Like, <laughs> so you know, of course I followed you. Then you followed me back. And I was, I was like, wow, this is, this is so cool. And, mm. you know, obviously we, ha- we, kind of came across and cross paths with uh, Jonah. Shout out to Jonah. Right. Uh, Hi, Jonah. (laughs) Hi, Jonah. (laughs) Small world, right? 
Right. It is. But, it really is. But yeah, Lee, I, I got to ask you. So you've been a musician since 92, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. So being in the industry since 1992, I did a little bit of research and I you know, checked out a few past interviews. And I know this just as a music nerd, just the music industry back then, it was all about radio, pushing right. radio meetings, you know, labels got deals with radio stations and things like that. And obviously people just bought buying CDs and albums. And now we're in today's age where everything is streamed. Spotify, Apple Music, all these different types of platforms. No one's buying CDs like they used to, obviously. No. Right. How does that make you feel personally? Frustrating just to see the decline of physical album sales and just the payout. I know everything isn't about money, but right. that is your job. That This is your career. Mm -hmm. The streams, the percentage is just ridiculously low for it musicians, is. And, it's, and it's a problem. It is. It's it's really shocking. And sh it, it is frustrating, and I think it probably has run off plenty of musicians that, you know, started in, in the early 90s. Um, but some of us are still around and, and still thriving. And I wouldn't say that I'm thriving in a financial way, but just in the way that I have been able to support myself and my son um, and have a great life and do what I love to do and what I feel or what I really believe has been my calling um, in my life, which is to be a part of of making beautiful music. And uh, it was always my dream to be on the radio. Um, and I used to, I guess that was my prayer uh, as a, a younger, well, I guess a teenager. I was 16, 15, uh, turning 16, I think, when we made our first album. And uh, yeah, I just always dreamt of being on the radio and thought, no, that'll never happen. You know, I'm not going to be on the radio like Chicago or mm. <laughs> Barry Manilow songs, things like that. Right. I'm kind of a nerd. <laughs> I love, I love a lot of, I love that music. But, but now, you know, I can't go to the grocery store without hearing myself sing. And, and um, yeah, it's just, it's been such a blessing music has in my life seeing dreams come true and it's you know the music itself has interacted with me at very very poignant times in my life that seems very supernatural almost um just the funniest little things like i i don't i won't waste your time with the details but you know i guess i'm just saying yes it's frustrating but the reward for me is a lot of what you said in the very beginning that you know you were born the year i graduated from high school and mm -hmm. somehow my music found you and that makes me so happy and you like it i love it I <laughs> and love um it. yeah and i i should i said my music i i guess i mean our music sixpence none the richer definitely and it's so funny i sent you like that video and there's i mean so many different types of memes and videos that are going around on instagram right. playing kiss me <laughs> or there she goes and things like that and it like, how does that make you feel to like, because obviously no one would have imagined, you know, making music in the 90s or early 2000s that it would eventually, you know, be used in memes and things like that and positive memes at that. Right. You know, it must be a good feeling to see that like the younger generation, like Gen Z is listening yeah. and resonating with your music. 
It really is. I get, I get kind of emotional about it. My son was telling me he's a sophomore in college and a couple of his friends that he knows of that he actually admitted <laughs> that I'm a singer and the singer of that band. Um, they're really big fans, like legitimately big fans. And, and it shocks me. And I kind of teared up and he rolled his eyes, of course, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> but but my niece and nephew, you know, um, they're about the same age as my my son. And and they really get into it. And they're like, yeah, that slaps. Like when they hear the old records, they'll actually ask, you know, hey, play you know, whatever from this really early record. And it's mm -hmm. been, um, yeah, it's a real, it still blesses me. And just the feeling that maybe I'm still having an influence and being able to continue making new music is, is really what it's allowed me to do. And I'm so thankful for that. That's a really rare thing. Definitely. It's all, especially the longevity in the entertainment right. industry, the music industry. I mean, that's just such a, it's such a complex and, you know, yes. hard thing to do. And the fact that you, your music is still relevant and timeless and to yeah. be able to make timeless music, that's not an easy task to do. You know, that's no. not an easy thing to do. And, and you've achieved that. Well, and right. everyone that was a part of it achieved right. that. And I do have to ask you, when you were, you know, had all these dreams of being on the radio and becoming a successful musician and then when you got that success, quote unquote, and fame and everything that comes with it, was it, was there any epiphanies of like, oh, I thought it would be like this, but it actually isn't, or like, not necessarily a positive thing, but maybe like something kind of negative, like, oh, I, I didn't know it was going to be like this, or... Right. There there have definitely been times when I've, oh, I mean, every artist or really anyone in any chosen you know passion career that that they go after is going to have times when they're really discouraged and i have certainly had plenty of of uh, of seasons like that where you know where i've struggled financially or um really it's just been that um and it's been a lot better the last the last uh, i don't know seven or eight years um it really got hard, you know, when my son was younger, which really sucks. But, but you know, you're really in kind of in the throes of, of life as a parent um, when your kids are young. And, and it wasn't so stressful that uh, that he noticed, um, I don't think. But, um, but those were some of the more discouraging years. But now that he's, you know, moving on, he's in college and, um, you know, Sixpence is, is – uh, we're planning on making more records and not stopping making music and kind of have started to question why we ever stopped in the first place, which, you know, was always kind of my point, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but it, it allowed me, you know, the break in sixpence, the very long break, um, allowed me to find my own footing as a songwriter and as someone who can stand on a stage by myself with a, or with a guitar player and entertain a crowd of, you know, either a lot of people or like 17 people, which happened in Grand Rapids <laughs> last month, which was not fun. Um, nothing against Grand Rapids at all, but I, I hope more people will come see me next time. Yeah. But, you know, and, and feel that confidence. And um, and then, you know, it's led to more opportunities. And I'm just, you know, just to be starting something. I know we haven't gotten into it yet, um, but to be starting something brand new, 
after Sixpence, a long solo career, which, you know, I'll probably always do my own songs. Um, but now to be going into this new venture, um, that I'll, I'll let you say that if you want. <laughs> yeah. So you, yeah. you have joined, well, as of July this year, you joined 10,000 Maniacs as the lead singer. Correct. Yes. I'm very, very excited. And, and that was part of my childhood as well. Um, I was a big fan of, of this band, John and Mary, which consisted of John Lombardo and Mary Ramsey, who's been the singer for 10,000 Maniacs for the last, I don't know, 30 years. Um, and so she um, has decided to step aside um, and they, uh, they called me and we've got some um, connections between the two bands. Uh, we have like a producer, really great friend in common, and he suggested it to them. And, and I guess no one, and even Mary, everybody was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And I got, you know, everything makes me cry. So I was mm -hmm. like, are you freaking kidding me? Um, so I'm excited that even now um, in my forties, I can, there's still this brand new opportunity, this, this thing that hopefully will bring me and the guys in the band and hopefully audiences and bring new fans, but bring us all a lot of joy, which is all I'm, all I'm really after in this life. Definitely. I'm really excited to hear all of the new music, whether it's solo, 10,000, Sixpence, I'm just really excited to hear it. But I got a Me question too. for you, Lee. Yes. What was a bigger thing to you, getting nominated for a Grammy or having Bono, you know, tell you he's a fan? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking that. Definitely Bono. <laughs> that was so. that was massive. Yeah, I I hope that yeah, I just I wish it was on film somewhere. I know. But every once in a while I'll run into someone who is in the room and they'll bring it up and I'll be like, "Oh, that's amazing. I didn't have to tell you the story." <laughs> that is so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. And then in 2003, you did a little acting gig in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I did. I did. How was it? Well, it was, it was interesting. I mean, I, I have secretly, uh, in a very quiet, dark corner of my mind, always wanted to be an actress. And I think that that's a huge part of what I do as a singer anyway. So I think that that's why it's kind of stayed small and dark because, I'm doing it and the other, maybe there's part of me that's just not confident enough to take that step. Um, but, but yeah, at the time I was, uh, I don't even, I don't know. I, I didn't really watch the show. I was a little, I think age wise, a little past, um, past the age of, of really being into it. Um, but I respected all the, the actors and what they were doing and yeah, it, <laughs> it was, yeah. It was really interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, now when I watch it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, it was terrible. But it happened and yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, it's a good thing to have on your resume. Right, absolutely. Yeah, um, so, that happened. So Lee, so your music often blends like different genres. How do you decide which elements to incorporate and then how to maintain that unique sound of yours? Well, I, I'm i a really big fan of country music. Um, I grew up in South Texas in the, the hill country. And so I was really surrounded by a lot of the greats physically and just, you know, uh, going into 
you know, just everywhere you go, there's dance halls and, and great country music happening. So, um, so that's what I wanted to do before I met Matt Slocum, who's my partner in Sixpence and who's also joining me in 10,000 Maniacs, which I'm so, so thankful and excited for. Oh, I know. I, I, if, if he wasn't doing it, I would be way more timid about it, Mm -hmm. but this, yeah, this really helps a lot. So, um, so yeah, I, I love country music. I love folk music, pop music, rock music, and have gotten to kind of do it all. And I suppose my voice is the only common thread in my heart. Um, but I always have said, I'm not sure. I don't think I made this up. I, I, I might've been Leonard Cohen, but I try to let my heart inform my throat, my voice. And, um, so I just sort of lead with that in every, every aspect of my life, the best that I can. That's sort of my philosophy. Yeah. And it's definitely worked. And by the way, it's Thank funny, you. you worked with Art from Everclear, and I, I had an interview yes. with him maybe about like five months ago. Such a nice guy. Yeah. He's wonderful, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> such a talented musician. I mean, I will buy yes. a new life. Is I still have that. It's another timeless song. It really is, yeah. And I we I had the privilege of getting to tour with him some and and see him perform those songs acoustically by himself. And then I truly became a fan. I was like oh my gosh, these songs are insane. Yeah. Um, getting to really hear the lyrics and understand what they're about and hear the stories. Um, but yeah, art is fantastic. We, My husband and I both love him. Yeah, he's definitely a nice guy. When I was interviewing him, I believe he was in Australia doing like a, oh, wow. like a 15 or 16, uh, sh- you know, 16 shows. Um, cool. Yeah, really cool. That's but awesome. I do have to ask you, Lee, one question just to go back to Kiss Me. Mm-hmm. Did you expect the critical acclaim, success, and the Billboard and the Grammy nominee, you know, all these things that came along with when you guys released that album? Did you expect it to get to that degree? No, but there, I definitely did not. I knew we were working hard, and I knew we had great people working to promote us. Our our label was really very invested um, in making making it work. And I just always had this otherness or this sixth sense, maybe that there was something that would, something special was happening. I felt like I've, I've been like carrying a torch or something. And so I think there was an inkling of that, but I didn't know what it would amount to. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and I still don't, I guess, you know, till the end of my, my time here, I, I won't, understand but but yeah i had a a sense that there was something special about you know and i know uh, actually part of it is matt slocum um who wrote uh, most has written most of the music of sixpence the lyrics that he would write were just so stunningly beautiful and even i was i was too young a lot of times um in the beginning to even understand what they were about but i knew i knew that it was uh, yeah there was something about there was some alchemy between his lyrics and my voice and i believe that god put that together and so so i guess that's the sixth sense that i'm talking about is that i believed in um that alchemy and that there was something there was definitely something there these two kids from a really small town in texas you know it 
it, something was rolling, something, the ball was definitely rolling and it started getting faster and faster. So I figured something would come of it and it sure did. It definitely <laughs> did. I mean, even just the placements and, and movies right. and things like that just must be a great feeling. You know, it is. Just to even like go in the store, like you said, and grocery store, whatever it might be, and just hear there she goes or kiss me. It must be a great feeling because I mean, it, it really is almost 25 years. That's crazy. That song to, you know, these songs to play, you know, definitely yeah. it speaks volumes, no pun intended. Yeah. So right. in terms of uh, everything that you're working on right now, Lee, is there anything that you can promote any upcoming shows, any upcoming music that's going to be released that you can officially announce right now? Yes. Well, I can say that um, the Tide Volume 2, which is a solo record, it's like part two of a solo record that I've um, made, is it's it's full of these gorgeous duets. One of them is just me. And I can't say who the duets are with yet, but it's so exciting and thrilling. And sometimes I you know, I'll go back and listen to it just because, you know, I want to make sure it it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sh shocked. And on volume one, there were some incredible duets as well. And with Tanya Tucker and Ruby Amanfu and um, Roland, uh, not, oh, I almost gave something away just now. Uh, Raul Malo from um, from the Mavericks and uh, Cece Winans, holy cow. Um, but yeah, wow. so there's, there's some really, really exciting duets that, um, that happen on volume two. And the first one is coming out September 22nd. And I, that has not been announced anywhere. So I, I think this might be the first time anybody's hearing that. Yeah, um, so it'll just a be nice a single. Alert. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so, and people can follow you on Instagram at, Instagram um, at Lee Bird Nash, and then as far as shows, um, I have a run of dates with an incredible artist named Jeremy Lister. We'll be doing a co-bill thing. There's about five shows in October in the beginning, and then in the beginning of October that is, and then uh, there's uh, ten thousand maniacs. You can go to maniacs.com. I refuse to say three W's again. I tried it on a video and it was really embarrassing. So uh, maniacs.com has all their dates, our dates, and um, you can sign up for the mailing list. And also uh, what else happens there? Yeah. Buy tickets. Yeah. You can get tickets there. Everything's there. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess before I, I we end this conversation and this interview, I just got to ask you, Lee, what what's going yeah. on with the world? I mean, we got aliens and all this <laughs> stuff. I, I just want to know what you think is honestly going on. I mean, because we both are interested in you know similar things about the paranormal <laughs> and things like that. What what do you think's going on? Um, I in in one sense, I think we've always been asking that question, mm -hmm. but now it's it's elevated because we've got the technology that that connects us all. So we're able to say, "Oh, I saw that too." So that's one part of it. But undeniably, there there is something going on, and I've always believed it. I've always been curious. Um, I am a Christian, but I guess there's no but except that I'm afraid that often when people hear hear that they're immediately turned off and that makes me really sad um but I just think that we've put God in such a small small arena that it's absurd I so I think that there's just 
there's this huge overarching, there's so much beauty and so much love to give and to receive. And and I think we're just really have been very short sighted as a as a human race. And and I'm hoping hoping that there's some enlightenment coming. Um, and that's we're in charge of that. Um, but we may be forced into seeing it. And it kind of seems like I don't know. Maybe people have been saying this forever, but it does feel like there's some sort of apex, you know, something a gathering. Um, tied um yeah there's something going on and mm-hmm. i i definitely believe in uaps and i don't appreciate when our politicians laugh and giggle about it but it seems like there are some that are taking it more seriously and i do i do appreciate that because we need to know and i and i hope that we will not panic as a human race if there is something else and we find out there is an other other thing and that you know we try to I don't know. I really don't know since we don't know what it is. I, I, I can't say, but I just hope that we approach with love and because that's the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah, we need to come together and spread kindness and love. I mean, more, than, more than ever. This is more than time. ever. This is the time to come together. Uh, yeah, Lee, absolutely. I really appreciate this conversation. I really appreciate you coming on the show. And when you come to Boston or New England area, I will definitely be there. Uh, whether it's solo, whether it's with 10,000, sixpence, whatever it is, I'll definitely be there. Thank you so much. Oh, we'll be up there in October. So I'll, I'll send you the dates actually the end of this month, but awesome. you know where to look. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, of Justin. Course. And I wish you all the success and happiness for the rest of this year into 2024 as well. You as well. Be Thank blessed. You so I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. This is On Air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. Have a great day the JT way. JT did it again. This is On Air with JT. Join JT, visionary and host for a 420-friendly improv and variety talk show featuring pop culture, news, interviews, debates and the home of the famous JT Rants. Here, mental health awareness is at the forefront with JT on a mission to inspire and spread mental health awareness. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio and YouTube. You can stay up to date and get in touch by heading to onairwithjt.com. To contact the show directly or for business inquiries, use onairwithjt at gmail.com. On Air with JT, hosted by On Air with JT. Listen to On Air with JT on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio and YouTube. Go to onairwithjt.com.
If you are a business owner, brand, company, or anyone selling a product and you want to advertise on this podcast, email the show directly at onairwithjt at gmail.com. We are offering extremely low rates for a limited time. Once again, email the show at onairwithjt at gmail.com. JT did it again. On Air with JT. JT did it again.